so many people expect that they're going to dramatically improve their body composition and health in three months or six months. And while you can, the reality is the changes are really going to compound and they're really going to start to show up in one, three, five, ten years. This isn't something that happens over the short term. This is like investing. You are putting something into it every single month and it doesn't seem like it's adding up. But over time, those investments compound. Those benefits start to pile onto each other. And what you'll see is that you know, over the course of six months, you might not see that much of a difference. One year, pretty substantial. Five years, that's when it starts to really show up. And many Many of us quit too early because of these unrealistic expectations, because we go into it with ideas of 12-week transformations. This sets so many people up for just failure from a mindset standpoint. You feel like you're not doing the right things. You start looking for different solutions. And the reality is you probably are doing the right things. If you're getting the right information, you just haven't done it long enough. Welcome to the Nutrition Science Podcast, where we help you cut through the noise and make informed science-based decisions about nutrition and your health. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Nutrition Science Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Adrian Chavez, and in this episode, we are going to be discussing a step-by-step -step blueprint on how to set up your nutrition in a way that is sustainable, that helps you reach your health and fitness goals, and that just works for you. I often get questions about what dietary approach I recommend. People ask me, do I recommend a keto diet? Do I recommend a more plant-based diet? etc, etc. And my answer to that is always, I don't really recommend a specific diet. I recommend a diet that you can stick to, that you enjoy, that meets your nutrient and energy needs. And I understand that that is kind of confusing for a lot of people to hear that. Like, what, is, what does that mean? What does a diet that meets my energy and nutrient needs mean? And so what I want to do in this episode is I want to discuss what that means the things that I personally take into consideration when setting up my own diet and making my own nutritional choices, and then also the you know, same things I take into consideration when working with the client. These are the things that we're paying attention to. These are the things that we're modifying. These are the, the aspects of nutrition that are going to move the needle, that are actually going to lead to improvements in body composition, improvements in health. This is where your focus should be, the things that we're going to discuss today. So I'm really looking forward to discussing this. I know a lot of times we talk about individual topics and a lot of this information can come in as somewhat fragmented. So you learn about saturated fat in one episode, you learn about omega-3 fats in one episode. How do you put that all together in a practical way? And so I'm going to discuss a framework for that in this episode. And then at the end of the episode, I'm going to discuss a special offer for anyone who needs some additional help in putting into practice some of the concepts that we're going to discuss in this episode today. So on that note, let's jump into the content. I want to start by discussing mindset, expectations, and goal setting, uh, because these are an important place to start. So when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to making changes to your nutrition, especially if you're uh, deciding that you're going to start making changes you know, on Monday or at the beginning of the month or at the beginning of the year, you know, you're setting a date, you're making some changes. It's really important that you start with realistic expectations going into it. So a lot of people go in making certain changes, expecting to have some outcomes that are unrealistic. So if you have been eating a certain way for 35 years or 40 years and you make some nutrition changes for a month, your health is likely not going to dramatically improve over the course of that month. 
And a lot of people are expecting that going into it. And the misalignment between expectations and outcome and expectations and reality uh, is what leads a lot of people to continuously starting and stopping and starting and stopping. If you go into it understanding, okay, I'm going to eat a serving more vegetables and that is not going to cause me to gain 10 pounds over the next month. Now, eating a serving of vegetables is probably not going to have a major noticeable effect in the first three months, in the first six months, maybe in the first year, maybe in the first couple of years. But what that's going to do, according to all the data that's available, is let's say, for example, you start eating one serving more broccoli per day, that's going to reduce your risk of cancer. That's going to increase your fiber consumption and reduce your risk of colorectal cancer, reduce your risk of all cancers because broccoli has certain compounds that seem to be protective against the development of cancer. This is the same for other foods. So when we eat these foods, yes, it is great for our health, but oftentimes it's not something that we're going to see over the short term. And having realistic expectations about what's actually going to happen when you change your nutrition is important. So making nutrition changes with realistic expectations, making nutrition changes with long-term goals. This is also really important. So many people expect that they're going to dramatically improve their body composition and health in three months or six months. And while you can, the reality is the changes are really going to compound and they're really going to start to show up in one, three, five, ten years. This isn't something that happens over the short term. This is like investing. You are putting something into it every single month and it doesn't seem like it's adding up. But over time, those investments compound, those benefits start to pile onto each other. And what you'll see is that you know, over the course of six months, you might not see that much of a difference. One year, pretty substantial. Five years, that's when it starts to really show up. And many of us quit too early because of these unrealistic expectations, because we go into it with ideas of 12-week transformations this sets so many people up for just failure from a mindset standpoint. You feel like you're not doing the right things. You start looking for different solutions. And the reality is you probably are doing the right things. If you're getting the right information, you just haven't done it long enough. And unfortunately, a lot of this is a result of marketing because when you are online or when you're searching for information about nutrition, about how to improve your nutrition, you're going to find a lot of information that is marketing that is showing these extreme 12-week transformations, 30-day transformations. And this is people who did extreme things that were unsustainable, who were the top 1% of responders to that extreme protocol, and were developing expectations based on these anomalies. And that this is why it's important. And this is why I'm talking about it first. You know, these other, the, the, the actual implementation of nutrition is important, um, but going into it with a healthy mindset, going into it with realistic expectations, going into it with long-term goals and, and looking towards long-term instead of the short-term and making habit changes based on what's going to be best for you in three years and five years versus Six weeks is what's going to help you stay consistent, and that consistency is where the benefits come from. If you get 1% better every single day over the course of a year, you're going to be much better off than the person who did this drastic change in the first 30 days 
and then went back to their baseline and then did another drastic change and then went back to their baseline. And this is what most people are doing. So starting with the healthy mindset, realistic expectations, long-term goals, really, really important. After that, we're going to look at the main two things when it comes to nutrition, how much you eat and what you eat. It's what nutrition comes down to, how much you eat, what you eat. And how much you eat is your calories and your macronutrients, your protein, your carbohydrates, and your fats. And when it comes to how much you eat, your calories are what dictate your weight gain or weight loss. So if you're gaining weight, you're eating more calories than your body needs. If you're losing weight, you're eating less calories than your body is using for energy. I go into a lot more detail about this particular topic on my energy balance episode. I recommend checking that out. If you want to learn more about energy balance and energy intake and energy expenditure and how that dictates weight loss. Now, beyond calories, protein is also important for a variety of reasons. I discussed this in my protein episode, so I'll link that in the show notes along with the energy balance episode. But protein is important for satiety, meaning to keep us full, to provide the building blocks for our body, to make sure that we maintain the muscle mass that we're holding on our body. Maintaining the muscle mass on our body is really important for our body composition and for our metabolism. We're going to lose muscle over the course of our lifetime if we're not lifting weights and if we're not consuming enough protein. So making sure that you're getting enough protein along with making sure that you're getting the right amount of calories are two important things when it comes to how much you eat. Now, this doesn't mean that everyone has to track their calories and and know exactly how many calories they're eating all the time, but it does help. And many of us have trouble with overeating and gaining weight over time, or some people have trouble with undereating and not holding on to enough weight and losing muscle. And for these people, which is the majority of the population, it can be really helpful to have an understanding of energy balance, of your energy needs, of how much protein you're consuming. And again, I'll link the episodes where I discuss these topics in more depth in the show notes. But this is important. If you find yourself struggling with weight loss and you've yo-yo dieted, you can't lose weight, you have to understand energy balance. You absolutely have to understand it. It will help you so much and it will free you in many cases of the perpetual cycle of dieting because when you know how your body works, you can now start to work with it instead of trying to fight it. So energy balance, the amount of calories that you're eating, the amount of protein that you're eating is important. Fat and carbohydrates are also important. Carbohydrates are important because they provide a lot of quality nutrition along with fiber. I've discussed why fiber is important. I'll link that fiber episode in the show notes as well. Fiber is essential for many aspects of health. And if you restrict carbohydrates, you're going to be restricting fiber because fiber is found in carbohydrate-rich foods. And you can go on a lower carbohydrate diet and still eat enough fiber. But In general, you're going to be getting your fiber from carbohydrates, and carbohydrates also provide a lot of other quality nutrients. So if you're eating blueberries, you're getting anthocyanins and vitamin C and other nutrients from the blueberries. Same thing with all other carbohydrate sources. So some people will say carbohydrates are not quote-unquote essential. They are not essential. You can live without them. But if you restrict carbohydrate sources from your diet, you're going to be missing out on a lot of quality nutrition when it comes to fat. We cannot live without consuming fat in our diet. Um, We need about at least 10% of our diet from fat to prevent any uh, deficiencies. I don't recommend trying to overly restrict fat. 
for any particular reason, if you're trying to reduce your calorie consumption, restricting fat to 20% of your diet might be a good idea, but going below that can lead to negative health effects because fat like protein is used in various aspects of our body for structure and for function. And if we're not getting enough fats, it can have a negative effect on our brain function and our hormone health. So we don't want to overly restrict fats. We don't want to overly restrict carbs. We want to make sure we're getting enough protein. We want to make sure that we're getting the right amount of calories, how much we eat. That's what it comes down to. This is an important aspect of our health. If you're eating the right amount of calories, you have a major aspect of your nutrition dialed in. Again, not everyone even has to think about this. Some people will regulate their body weight and stay at a very healthy body composition without really having to pay attention to their calorie intake. For those people, good for you. For many of the rest of us, uh, it can be really helpful to understand your your calorie intake, to understand your, your total energy intake, and to understand your protein intake as well. So step one, how much we eat. Step two, what we eat, the quality of our diet. Um, so there's a couple things we want to take into account here. First thing, eat mostly unprocessed food. So if you're eating the majority of food that is coming from fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, dairy, meats, eggs, whole grains, legumes, you are going to be getting a lot of micronutrients in your diet. You're going to be getting a lot of fiber and vitamin A and vitamin C and uh, B vitamins and all of the important nutrients that we need. If you aren't, if you're eating a diet that is filled with mostly highly processed food, um, chances are you might be lacking in various nutrients. Chances are you might be consuming very high amounts of certain types of fats that may not be good for your health, very high amounts of sodium, very high amounts of added sugar, and other things that may not be ideal for our health. And so I talk about this more in the processed food episode, and I will post a link for that in the show notes as well. But aside from the amount of food that we're eating, when it comes to quality, eating mostly unprocessed foods, probably the most important thing. So if you're eating the right amount of foods and it's mostly unprocessed, you have a lot of the pieces in place in terms of uh, quality nutrition and what's important. Beyond that, Sometimes we need to get a little bit more granular. So there are certain nutrients like potassium and magnesium that a lot of people just don't get enough of. And sometimes it may be helpful, especially if you're already tracking your food intake by tracking your calories, to really dial in on, on your nutrient intake and to make sure that you're getting enough vitamin A and iron and other nutrients to ensure that you're not developing deficiencies over time. Now, if you're eating mostly unprocessed foods, you're, and you're eating a varied diet and you're not vegan or you're not carnivore, you're not going extreme in terms of you know, restricting certain food groups, you're probably okay in terms of nutrient intake. That's why eating a lot of unprocessed food is important because if you're doing that and you're eating a varied diet, you're going to get a quality amount of nutrients in and you're going to get a wide variety of the important nutrients that our bodies need. But there are some cases where you may still be, say for example, you're just not eating magnesium rich foods and you're just end up not eating that much magnesium throughout the day and sometimes that can be helpful. I might do an episode covering the top nutrient deficiencies and the primary foods that we can get these nutrients from because I think that might be helpful. This is something that I include uh, in my course, my Nutrition Mastery Blueprint course, which I'll be talking about in a second. And I, I just think it's helpful to understand, okay, most people aren't eating potassium. What are the foods that provide potassium? You know, how can I get enough potassium and make sure that I'm getting enough? So I might do an episode on that. I think it might be helpful. 
couple of other key things with our nutrition, you know, building your diet and making sure that you're including a lot of foods that have shown to be health promoting. So we have various foods and I've discussed these on the show before. Uh, I've done several posts on my social media before and I'll link a, a link into the show notes. Uh, it's going to be called the 20 foods, 20 nutritious foods to include more of. I have a guide on that and that goes into some of these foods that can be health promoting. And these are just foods that have been shown to have positive effects on health. Like for example, green tea has been associated with lower rates of cancer. Coffee has been associated with lower rates of heart disease, cancer, neurodegeneration, etc. So these foods that have been associated with improved health outcomes, it's a good thing to probably include a little bit more of these in our diet. So that's something that I also tend to recommend is blueberries and coffee and mushrooms and tomatoes and all these other foods that have shown to have positive health effects over time to try to just build your diet, including more of these foods. On the other side of that, Um, There are foods or nutrients that have shown to have negative effects on health when we eat high amounts of them. So, for example, added sugars, artificial sweeteners in high amounts, saturated fats, sodium in high amounts. So there are foods that if we're consuming them higher amounts, they can have negative health effects. And we just want to pay attention to consuming high amounts of these highly processed foods that have lots of added sugar and added fats to them. We just want to pay attention to not eating a lot of these. Now, you can include some of these in a diet that provides all of your nutrient needs, that is providing your energy needs, that's giving you enough protein, and they're not going to have a negative effect on health. But if you're consuming uh, enough of them to where they're crowding out some of your other you know, positive nutrition choices, that's when they can have a negative effect on health. So including more nutrient-rich foods that have shown to positively benefit health, Uh, limiting the foods that have been associated with negative effects on health and making sure that you're eating plenty of unprocessed foods, making sure that you're meeting your nutrient needs. And the last piece when it comes to quality, and this one's a little bit more nuanced and specific, but uh, identifying and limiting your specific individual nutrient sensitivities. And this isn't the case for everyone, but there are some people, especially people with digestive and autoimmune conditions, who may have specific sensitivities to gluten, soy, dairy, uh, shellfish, or other foods, and are consuming them regularly and not realizing that you're having a negative reaction to these foods, and it's causing you brain fog, joint pain, fatigue, and other negative side effects because you're consistently consuming these foods. So people with autoimmune and digestive issues can often benefit from you know, keeping a food diary, dialing in on their reactions to various foods, and figuring out if they have specific sensitivities to certain foods and then limiting those foods. This can be an important aspect of nutrition for a lot of people. And I don't have a lot of time to go into detail on this topic on this show. I have a planned episode in the future that I'm going to do on this, but I want to make sure that I really cover this topic and it's going to take some time to really get some notes together. I have someone that I want to interview that hopefully he will be available. If not, I will do the episode on my own, but I really want to make sure and get this topic out. It's important. It's not something that is discussed 
often when discussing nutrition in the general population because it's mainly important for a small segment of the population, but it's something that I have a lot of experience with and something that I do think it's important to help educate on because this is just a difficult topic for people who are dealing with these sensitivities. So that's another aspect of nutrition for some people that can be really important. So quantity, how much you eat, calories, macros, protein, uh, quality, unprocessed food, meeting your nutrient needs, eating a lot of nutritious foods that have been shown to improve health, reducing the consumption of things that may negatively affect health, and then identifying food sensitivities if that is possibly an issue for you. These are what are important when it comes to quality of your food. And then it's implementation. So these are the things that are important. You got your quality, you got your quantity. Okay, making sure you're eating enough, making sure you're getting your nutrient needs in. Now there's the implementation aspect. How do you do that in a way that works for you? How do you do it in a way that works for your schedule? How do you do it in a way that works for your taste? How do you deal with weekends and vacations and travel and difficult periods of your life when you can't invest as much time and energy into your nutrition? These are, these are the challenging parts of implementation. This is what we also need to be thinking about the entire time. So a lot of people think, oh, what is optimal when it comes to nutrition? What are the optimal things we need to be doing? And the reality is a lot of times we need to look at nutrition from multiple angles. Okay, what is what is sustainable for me on the day-to-day? What is something that I can manage on the weekends? What is something that makes sense while I'm on vacation? What is something that makes sense when my stress levels are up and I just don't have the time and energy to focus on this? And it's important to be empowered with information to be able to make decisions that make sense for you. Because if you're traveling and you're going on vacation, you you know, okay, what matters when it comes to my nutrition? The amount that I'm eating. So let's just make sure that I'm not eating too much. And let's try to get some unprocessed foods. Let's try to get some quality in the diet. And if we can prioritize these to a certain degree, we can minimize some of the negative effects that occur through vacations and holidays and work trips and stressful life events. Because these are often the things that throw people off. Uh, you get into a vacation and you you can't follow the diet you were following before and you don't know how to make quality decisions in that scenario. And if you're empowered with information and you're empowered with tools and resources, you can be confident about making better decisions in those scenarios. So that's that's the blueprint to setting up your nutrition. How much are you eating? What is the quality of the food that you're eating? These are the important things, but you have to start with having the right mindset, having realistic expectations with your nutrition, setting long-term goals and focusing on the long-term and not expecting things to happen in 12 weeks and expecting this major transformation in the short term. And then also the practical aspects of implementation. So making sure that you have the mindset in place, make sure they're eating the right amount, make sure they're eating the right quality foods. And then making sure that you have the practical implementation aspects in place and you know how to make adjustments, how to measure progress, how to make decisions on the fly, how to make quality choices in various environments that you feel comfortable with. This is how you set up your nutrition in a way that is going to be sustainable for you, in a way that you're going to be able to stay consistent with for years to come, for the rest of your life. That's what's important. 
that's what I want to help people do through this podcast and through the work that I do is not helping people do 12-week transformations and show cool before and after pictures. I want my messages to get out to people and help people make changes, sustainable changes, that 5, 10, 15 years from now, they're looking back and saying, wow, I'm glad I made those changes. I'm glad I finally invested into understanding about my nutrition. I'm glad that I finally invested into building habits into making it a lifestyle because the outcomes of that are truly life-changing. The outcomes of that result in years of life added to the end of your life to substantially reduce risk of heart disease, of diabetes, of cognitive decline. And that's what I want the information that I put out to lead to. That's what I want all of the work that I put into this podcast through my social media. I want it to help people make these sustainable changes that are truly going to add years to your life, that are truly going to help you substantially reduce your risk for heart disease, substantially reduce your risk for cancer, substantially reduce your risk for Alzheimer's disease. And I hope that that's the end result of all of the work that I put in to the various types of content that I put out. So I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that I had an announcement to make a special offer. And that offer is I am going to be launching a course. It's called the Nutrition Mastery Blueprint. It goes over everything that we discussed in this podcast in more detail. It has four modules plus a bonus module. The first one is about setting expectations, setting goals, setting long-term goals and having realistic expectations and approaching your nutrition with a positive mindset. Second module is all about calories, macros, protein, fat, carbs, everything you need to know about that, how to choose healthy sources, how to calculate your energy needs, how to calculate your protein needs, how to set up your diet in a way that's simple and sustainable, how to choose quality carbohydrate and fat sources when you might want to consider following a lower carb or lower fat diet and more. Just go into all the detail about calories and macros that you need to understand. Module three is all about quality. We talk about processed food versus unprocessed food, why processing can lead to lower nutrient quality. I discussed this in a podcast, but I go into more detail about that in the course. I also talk about the primary nutrient deficiencies, how to prevent those nutrient deficiencies, foods that provide a lot of those nutrients that many people aren't getting enough of. And this is intended to help you build your diet in a way that's going to protect you against these deficiencies. Then I talk about the foods to eat more of, the foods to limit, go into detail about specific nutrients, how to choose foods at the grocery store, you know, what to look for in dairy foods, what to look for in carbohydrate containing foods, you know, all of that good stuff. And then we also have a lesson on food sensitivities, how to identify those, the different foods that people are sensitive to, what those reactions look like and more. Um, And then in the last module, it's all about implementation. So what are some strategies that you can use for vacation holidays, how to make better choices when eating out, tips for planning, tips for prepping. We have a full meal plan and meal prep guide. We have grocery shopping guide. Uh, We have sample nutrition plans as well as a part of the course. Uh, There's also a bonus module on exercise. We talk about cardiovascular exercise. We talk about resistance training. We talk about exercise for fat loss and long-term health and how to set up a simple exercise plan in a way that's going to support your long-term health and that is going to support your body composition as well. And I have some basic sample exercise plans that come along with that as well. 
All of that is included in this Nutrition Mastery Blueprint course. My intention with this course was truly to put all the information that someone needs to know to set up a healthy, sustainable uh, lifestyle around healthy nutrition, around quality exercise. And I wanted to just package all of that together and offer it in a framework that kind of takes you through a step-by-step process and helps you with the implementation of it. As a part of this course, anyone who signs up for this course also gets access to an online community to ask questions about the content. So if you have a question about how to track calories or you have a question about uh, what I meant about a specific way that I described something, you can go into that online community and ask questions about the content. We're also going to be holding bi-weekly, every other week, Q&As where I will get on live and answer questions about the content and help anyone who has any questions about implementation of the content. So that all is included as a part of the course. The special offer is that anyone who signs up by November 13th, and this is the day that the course officially launches, where we're going to start dripping out the course material, where the community is going to start becoming active, and we'll start holding Q&As after that. If you sign up for the course before November 13th, and you can do so at dradrianchavez.com forward slash mastery, and you can find out more information about it there as well, you'll get $100 off. So if you sign up before November 13th, you get $100 off. The full price of the course for now is at $400. And I'm offering it a special introductory price for those who sign up before the 13th, before it officially launches, for $300. So you get $100 off. This is a great opportunity for anyone who is looking for deeper guidance. And I know I put out great information, but it really helps to have all this information put together and organized in the way that I have it in this course with video material, with supplemental material, with guides and worksheets to help you go through the process. So if you like the stuff that I teach here, you like learning from me, you like the philosophy that I take to nutrition, you want to learn more, you want some help with the implementation, you'd like to really dive in deeper and start to really put this stuff into practice, this is the opportunity for you. So go check it out at dradrianchavez.com forward slash mastery. And this is also a great opportunity for those of you who have been following me for a while, who want to support my stuff, who want to learn a little bit more, who want to get access to the Q&A. This course is truly, I've been working on this for a while. For those of you who've been following me on social media, you probably noticed I've been a little bit quiet for quite some time because I've really been digging in and trying to put all of this together. And I've really been working on trying to put all this together in a way that is valuable for anyone who signs up. And uh, truly, my goal is that if someone signs up and takes the information and puts it into practice, this is life changing. And you don't need me anymore, that you don't need to listen to my content anymore, that you don't need to listen to my podcast anymore. And maybe you do. And I appreciate you do if you just like the work that I put out. But my goal is uh, not for you to listen to me for the rest of your life. My goal is for you to take the information that I'm putting out and for you to implement it, for you to improve your life out of it. And hopefully through this course, I can help more people do that. So If you are interested, go over to dradrianchavez.com forward slash mastery. I'll put the link in the show notes. I'm really looking forward to interacting with many of you through this course, through the online community, and I'm just really excited about this. That's all I have for today. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Nutrition Science Podcast. Hope you all have a great day, and we'll talk soon.